Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome aboard, Sea of Friends, your weekly Sea of Thieves voyage. I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. Just a heads up, there will not be an episode next week because uh, me and Miss Lunch Lady are getting married. <laughs> <laughs> and Darkest Warhawk is, you know, he's he's got a little role to play, so he's yeah, going to be you- busy. Yeah, if you're thinking that he can do a solo episode, well, he's there, too. He's officiating the marriage. I'd be given the speech. <laughs> so this is going to be a super long episode to make up for not doing <laughs> next week. Buckle up. I think I made that same joke last week. Sorry about that. We um we might even have some Sea of Thieves represented in our wedding. I mean, I don't know. Spoiler alert for Bill. You take my notes? <laughs> <laughs> Did you write that? Did you make a note like, I hope they have Sea of Thieves stuff in the wedding? Well, no, I, I figured you got, you said it once when we were talking about it that, you know, you want it, not necessarily want it theme, but hey, Sea of Thieves is always fun to, to incorporate in here and there, so we could make it happen. I, um... Yeah, been... so listen up, Rare. Sea of Thieves at our wedding. Get with us about something. Oh, we love yeah. you. And actually, this is like, well, okay, okay. Too many things to say. First of all, I think... So we were, we were making our wedding playlists, both for the ceremony and for the, you know, partay afterwards. And um, so we picked some, like, subtle Sea of Thieves songs, like instrumental songs, to <laughs> slip into the ceremony. Um, but let me just say that our, our topic this evening is season four. And how rude, Rare, how rude that you release season four two days before our wedding. Yeah, like, why yeah, did they consult heck, you guys? Man. I know. Like we have to leave that day, and now we can't even play. What the heck? They why didn't they reach I, out to us? I'm pretty sure Rare would just come back and say, "Well, aren't you guys part of Game Pass? You could play anywhere." That's true. We could play on our phones, but that's hard. <laughs> you 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 can't internet at her mom's house. Impossible. Impossible. Yeah, I tr- I tried playing on my phone without a controller and. Like, the left joystick wouldn't turn. I could move and do everything else, but I couldn't, like, turn my character. So I couldn't even get out of the uh, out of the bar, the tavern, to start. But <gasps> I was just testing it to see. <laughs> Dude, the touch... I tried touch rolls when they introduced them. I didn't understand anything at all. I was yeah. like, how do... How, this is impossible. 
Plus, my oh. giant thumbs take up half the screen. Right. We did legitimately consider <laughs> renting a game truck, a game like a mobile gaming truck. We did for our reception. But we decided not to because when you game on those, you like play on dummy accounts. So it was like, what's the point of playing Sea of Thieves on our wedding night if we can't like play on as our pirates? It will be pretty hard to meet your whole guests there if if you're just attending to the seas. Like, not now, Flameheart. I mean, Dad. I mean, oh, God. (laughs) I do have a surprise for everyone there, though. I am bringing the Sea of Thieves tabletop RPG. No one knows it, but we're going to be sitting down for a five-hour role-playing experience. So, Bill, start making your pirate character now. All right. You're going to have a leg up over everybody and when it comes to character creation. <laughs> Love it. But on a serious note, when it comes to that, I will be bringing down my um, spare set that I printed out um, to give to you. Oh, cool. I will enjoy it. Right on. All right. On to the actual subject matter of this episode. Season four. They released the season four trailer today. We all watched it a hundred times. What is everyone thinking? Underwater areas. Siren temples, I think they're called. I think they said. I don't know. Yeah, it's 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 exciting. And I think it was being led on and maybe some caught it, some didn't, or some thought it'd be a good idea, and apparently Rare did too. But obviously playing the Pirate Tales, you know, from a couple months back, you know, we would we would swim down and almost go to these underwater caverns slash temples or shrines or whatever they are. Um, so it's it's pretty cool that they're actually incorporating it, it seems like, in-game um, from what we saw from the trailer. Um, to go through so I think just like in the pirate's life you're able to somehow get in there's like half water half land inside underneath that you can do something I I, I, I don't know it seems like it's an event of some type or I, I don't know it seems like they're just gonna be marked randomly on the map so um, you know I was watching boxy today and he was all kind of confused by it too but excited because um, they rare they just they know how to do just enough tell you just enough without actually being like okay this is exactly you know what it is so i mean luckily it is only three days away for some of us <laughs> that are able to do it but uh for the rest you know we'll, we'll we'll let you know on the next podcast and i mean this is really smart like i feel like there have been a lot of talks for uh, amongst like fans for a while of like how are they going to expand the map? How are they going to make it bigger? Can you make it bigger? Is it already, you know, big enough? Like, if you make it bigger, do you have to allow more ships on the server? That kind of stuff. So this allows them to expand the map, but going, you know, down into the ocean. So I think this is a really smart way to do it. I'm wondering if these are, like, active all the time. Like, we see them marked on the map. So are these, like, events that pop up randomly and like that's how and you only if you see the shimmer above the water or are they like is it always active and you can go do stuff there like clearly you know fight for fight something fight waves of sirens or and ocean crawlers or whatever to get the treasure um i'm wondering about that yeah the the video they put out was a little confusing in that aspect because when they first started talking about it, they t- I can't remember the exact wording, but it made me think they're doing like a horde mode down there. But then after all that, they said like, and also look out for coral message in bottles that'll give you a voyage to go down there to get the breath of the bottle. 
right? <laughs> the breath of the bottle. No, no. Jaw, I... jaw of breath. I got a jaw of breath. <laughs> the breath of the breath of the sea. What? I wasn't even making a joke. I, I just you said I know, earlier, but it was so funny I... how it came out. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know, like, to your point, you have to find that barnacled uh, bottle somewhere, and that's, that leads you. I don't know if that if that's, like, actually into into one of these temples, possibly, or maybe it's, like, a riddle or something, like a, a map that you kind of have to follow. Almost, I, It kind of reminded me, at least how they said it, was, like, a merchant map where you have to kind of, like, find this, or maybe a plot something that you have to go to or, or you know, somewhere near, but... Uh, it did look like going through the video, they had a bunch of treasure kind of stacked on a shelf um, of what the treasure might be if you beat this horde or whatever whatever it may be. I think one of the coolest things uh, along with that is that it sounds like they have these statues under there where you can kind of pile your money or your, your treasure and then they'll actually bring it to your ship later on. So that, that makes me think of like how you would come and do this type of event or whatever it may be um you know inconspicuously so that other ships aren't be like oh someone's definitely there by parking right above it <laughs> similar to your point bill is like remember that tall tale of the new ones i think it was the second one where like if you went underwater and if you were down there for a really long time people were like spawn camping ships yeah yeah it was I the second one I'm concerned that that like a similar situation might happen here. I mean, it's I think the reality of like seasons and even the t that tall tale and all that kind of stuff is it's worse in the beginning for the first couple of weeks and that kind of stuff tends to die down as it as it goes on. Um, but I am concerned with that happening like outside of these siren layers. Yeah, I think I think it's going to take. Uh, hopefully, people that have done the tall tales will understand that. And, and I mean, especially for that, it's it's so unwearing. I think we've talked about in a previous episode, a little ghost story here. But you know, for, for especially for the tall tale, you don't have any treasure. There's nothing you're taking with you. So for people to just go and attack and mess with people stinks um, on on that instance. If they're just kind of trying to complete a tall tale, I get if you're going to jump on their ship and take supplies, you know, all for it then. But just to ship it, you know, just to sink it, to sink it whatever but so hopefully people will remember that and and i think you're gonna have you're gonna see a lot of stranded i would imagine seeing a lot of stranded rowboats in the middle you know the ocean near the mark or something of that nature because um because of that right i mean so if you have a crew of two or more i guess one person kind of jump in and do start it or I, I don't know if it like locks or how it how it all works out but i think we're gonna have to see something like that that you're not so obvious that you're there well and to that point, like, I actually think a robo is kind of a smart way to roll up on somebody doing this because if you think about it, okay, well, so from the trailer, and I don't know how these things work, but from the trailer, it seems like there's some sort of storage system, right? So you get this treasure, you bring it to a mermaid statue, you store it, you go up to the surface, you release it, and then you load it onto your ship. So it doesn't make sense for another ship to roll up on the, on the ship doing this and sink them because then they don't get the treasure. So a rowboat or a swim might be a really smart way to like get over to a ship that is doing this and then tuck. One yeah. of the, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, one of the things is like they talked about that shimmer. You know, you see a shimmer on the water, you know where to go. I, I don't know if that's a bad impression. Um, <laughs> is that shimmer always there or does a shimmer pop up when someone grabs a bottle message or 
can you only see whoever has the voyage to it can only see the shimmer or because everyone see the shimmer does the mermaid because in the video the mermaid released the treasure in the shimmer but can that you take that mermaid anywhere can you like release it out right off an outpost i'm curious about this treasure hoarding system yeah it's it's interesting to, to to understand it because i think back to those points of what is this is this like another event like flameheart is this something that's always in the game you know to me it seems like it might be just something Thing on the map that maybe it just pops up every so often because they talked about that first in the trailer um, and then they said hey and once you complete it or do it watch out for these bottles almost like it seemed like or maybe this is an additive bottle on you know run ashore um, so that is interesting and, and to that point too about like the locker system so to say or or holding the treasure at the statue they showed does that mean anybody can release it? Does it just get, you know, released up at the top? I, I yeah, it's it's interesting to see how, how that will kind of work or play in your favor that if maybe you do notice there's a ship, maybe you go up and you see if there's another ship or somewhere around and then you release after that. Um, it'll be interesting to see how they kind of, that's incorporated. Yeah, you do bring up a good point. They never do say only you can release the treasure. I mean, <clears throat> That system makes sense. You're underwater. How can you get all the treasure you find after completing it to the surface? Well, we'll just have a mermaid bring it. Yeah, but you're, they do never say only you can grab or release the treasure. So uh, I lost my train of thought for a second. Jeez, old Pete, I'm old. Well, it's weird because if you notice in the trailer, the mermaids look different. Like they were kind of like red, maybe pinkish. And I feel like, so, so far we've seen... Like, the mermaids that are helpful that take us back to our ship. And then you have the sirens that are, like, very blue. And now these are a different color. And so I don't know if there's, like, some lore there about, like, one color of mermaid represents, like, something within, I don't know, within the mermaid world. Um, but I wonder if that, like, relates to anything. Yeah, it's that is interesting. I, I, I wonder if they just have maybe different colors by region or whatever it may be. That would be kind of interesting to... Um just to change it because they already have the character in to change little subtle things like that would be kind of a neat touch. Uh, going back to the, the jar of breath or the breath of the sea or whatever that thing was called. I did notice from the trailer, it showed it was like a, a blue one. Um, it, it had the same naming convention as like you would a Ruby or a gem. So I wonder if there's different sizes kind of like the mermaid gems that you get you know the red green and blue i wonder if there's different ones like that because one of the one in the trailer was sapphire breath of the sea um so i wonder if that makes a difference as well if there's if there's different you know correspondence with it and i'm also curious about this breath of the sea because people have been talking about a lot by going down and getting getting bubbles i mean it's literally called breath of the sea and it's in a potion bottle is this is this a new thing maybe where you could sell it for gold or you can use it to breathe on the water longer, get, you know, swim faster. I don't know. I, I'm wondering if that's being implemented as well and just haven't seen it yet. That would be cool. Kind of like the, um, the Ashen Skull. The more you use it, the less it's worth. The more you drink from it or, or the more you release the bubbles to breathe on the water, the less, the less, uh, the less money you get. But you are, you are correct. We did notice it said Sapphire Breath of the Sea because I, I was semi-watching Boxy today while I was working. And when he, he watched, I listened to him watch the trailer and he, he mentioned that saying, it's only worth 4000 That's Is that even worth it? 
So if that's the sapphire one, then yeah, I, it's hard to understand again what this whole thing is because four thousand, although is a is a good amount, and, and you can they did say I think you can sell it to any any of the factions, right? So if you have if you have order of souls up and you have a higher emissary value, it'd be smarter to turn it in there and you get that extra. But for four thousand completed, it, it, I guess it depends on what the mission is to actually complete it to get it. But to counter, I guess, Boxy on that is like if, if it is four thousand, you don't. There's not really that much treasure you can easily. You know, again, I don't know how easily these are, but easily attain. Like you can't get the Ashen Wind Skull without completing an Ashen event or you know the Fof, right? So for something like this, for selling for four grand plus maybe let's just say an extra three to four thousand, if you're at like a grade five, it's not too bad of a piece. You know, piece of treasure if you have to go out of your way just a little bit. Yeah, and they they said that those would those were in the voyages that come in the bottles, so perhaps those are just more rare to come across. Yeah, they looked it appeared they just had like barnacles on it. So I, I think they said or, or should, like obviously like the barnacles like you would at the bottom of the sea, kind of if it was just sitting there. Mm -hmm. That's what it looked like it to to tell that one apart from the other ones. Yeah, I do like the look of the new treasure, the coral chests and all that stuff. Yeah, it, it looks it looks pretty slick in those those pictures that they had for the trailer. Also, that new Siren ship set looked awesome. Like of all the ship sets, that was the one that I was the most excited about in the new in the new trailer. Yeah, I'm I'm pumped for the the season a the season four stuff, but just what what new sets they're gonna have. And I know they they show just a little bit, but yeah, that that bright purplish pink ship set with. You know the kind of the barnacles from the bottom and the shells for sails. It's it's going to be pretty. That's going to be pretty cool. All decked out. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the stuff, a lot of the rewards they showed off with the season four trailer looked really really cool. I liked a lot of it. I like that coral sword you get. Yeah. And there's gonna there's gonna be a new commendation page, which I'm very excited for because I I hate when they add in new commendations and you like or they add a new um like cosmetics and then you go to buy it then it's locked and it says you need to get this commendation but it doesn't tell you where to find that commendation can we get that in the game um so it's nice that these new commendations have their own their own page right yeah and i think obviously it has probably to tie in with the merfolk and the because there is the one right now with the gems for them for the merfolk the cursed statues if you you know destroy a hundred plus I think like 25 of each of the colors you get some something from there so that'd be interesting especially interesting too is as there's not too many curses out there to have the merfolk or the mermaid curse that one looks pretty pretty cool a little dark and deceiving with that purplish blue hue curse i think that's be a cool one to try and get yeah that siren curse is really really cool yeah i like that they're adding another set of scars that kind of look like burns because they've only had one of those, and I don't know if you can get like those. This the burns they have now were rewards for um, when the Devil's Roar was introduced. I don't know if people can get it now though. Hmm. Yeah, see, I don't. I haven't seen it, but I haven't really looked for them either. So it's it's nice that they're giving another set of kind of burny scars. Um, the they also showed off a bunch of stuff from the plun uh, the the free plunder pass and the paid plunder pass or the season pass and then the plunder pass, and it's all really cool. It's all Halloween themed slash autumn themed. Um, you got the spiderweb clothes. You have for the the paid plunder pass. You have a lot of uh, 
The Jack Lantern costume. Yeah, the Jack Lantern costume, the Jack Lantern figurehead. The weapons are really cool though. The sword is like a scythe that they yeah. that you would use to like collect wheat or something from a field. Like it's all very I feel from the the glints the glances the glances. It looks like the season pass is more like Halloween esque themed, and the plunder pass, uh, uh, minus the Jack Lantern costume, is more like fall themed and yeah. autumn themed. I mean, it's perfect timing. Nine twenty three release date. You're gonna have all this leading through. I mean, it's usually they're about six weeks, so that will lead right through. Hopefully, right to the middle, probably of, of November, I'd say, and then they can get ready for you know the the remaining holidays of the year. So yeah, I, I think I, I like it. I, I it's something new, especially for 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 myself who started back what in March. I want to say, I've never had the 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 fun, the privilege to go around a year a full year in this game. So. It's exciting to see what they're going to do at the, the the last half of the year, especially around Christmas time. You know, not the Halloween time, all that. It's going to be it's going to be a fun. Yeah, we were we were just talking about that. Yeah, you you joined at the end of season one. Um, uh, yeah, I was able to get season one. Yeah, but it was like towards the, it was like the last like month. Yeah, and, we grinded uh, we it were out. Just like we were just like, wow, season four, man. Once season four is over, that's that'll be a complete year of of seasons, like the first year of seasons. Yeah, it's, it's insane to think they did so they used to have like uh older podcasts and stuff and they stopped doing it and then they did start doing the official sea of thieves podcast i'm talking about rare rare used to have like older podcasts um which was sporadic and then they talked about the official sea of thieves podcast which was gonna be like one a month or something it seemed like it was gonna be one a month but then they haven't done one in a while they just put out the third episode and in it, in it they talk about um, like pre-planning all this stuff they're planning for future seasons. I, I think they I think they said they're up to like season seven with what they know they're gonna do. Oh wow! So that's exciting to hear. Like, I don't want to know what's gonna happen in season seven, but the fact that they're planning that far ahead, you know, makes me feel comfortable. Obviously, it's gonna be around. This is not just like a hey, let's try it out this year and see how it goes. Like, and again, I've come in late and I've already seen how how much the devs and rare are all in on this game building it for over three years now so i think it's it's wonderful to hear that and see you know what's more to come they talked about the emissary i'm like ah i just i feel like i just got all the reward and i guess it's good to have more rewards coming but i just got all the last level rewards on these now we're gonna grind some more so it'll be interesting to see what what new ones they have for each of the emissaries but i think some of like but but some of the stuff they showed is already out when they said new emissary rewards, yeah, that that like one, those the, reaper cannons, the wheel, the the merchant wheel. I'm not sh- like I I think I I got the 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 newest order of soul sales, but I never equipped them, so I don't know if those are actually what they showed in the video. But the if it is, the ones in the video looked awesome. Yeah, I those looked maybe a little newer, but I yeah, it's your point. I haven't looked back at it, so I would be interested interested to see, you know, what what they are coming out. Maybe they just were teasing it, saying hey. These are ones that we had. Here's the ones that are up and coming, or, or you know, not showing it, but just letting us know that we, you know, we're thinking of more to come out. So, yeah. I'll be interested to see. But to the point for people who don't grind those out, there is a new set of cosmetics coming. You know, right. So I mean, they they weren't technically lying. And then they showed stuff from the uh, Pirate Emporium. You have that whole alligator ship set, the alligator costume, some cool emotes. Yeah, uh, Case brought up a good sweet. point of like all the really cool emotes are the ones you pay for, <laughs> but there are a lot of cool costumes that you don't have to pay for. 
at least it's not it's not pay to win, but it, it's a good way to help support for this game for new yeah. new stuff come out. Okay, so in the in the last update, I think it was the last update or the last season, they released that like ship set that was meant to look like Davy Jones's ship, and the the sails looked different, like they were kind of viney. So they're playing with this idea of like different shaped sails. They've got Dark Adventurer. They added the the Davy Jones sails, and then in the new trailer. They showed those sails that like looked like leaves. They were like the autumnal or like autumn fall ship set or whatever, and that was like shaped like leaves. And I think that that was in the season pass, or was it in the plunder pass? I can't remember. I'm not sure if it's season think, pass or plunder pass. I think it was season because the the plunder, and, and we're talking about the the paid one, right? Yeah, yeah, paid. Yeah, plunder. that. That looks like you get um, an emote bundle. You get a flag for up top. It looks like uh, autumn flags. You get a pistol, um, a hull, a sniper, a sail that kind of looks like some, like kind of what you're describing, but I'm not sure if it's the full. I mean, it looks like one big giant red leaf, to be honest with you. Is that what you were talking about? Yeah, yeah. I think it was that one. I didn't even put that together. It's a leaf. It's le- <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's, that's what they're saying is like autumnal. Like that's the autumnal. Oh, I, I was just like, I was just like, oh, well, that's it's cool. It's really looking. beautiful, and I feel like it's also impressive that they put like that stunning of a ship set in the plunder pass. Like, yeah, I know the plunder pass costs money, but it's really not that much money, all things considered. And it gets your rewards throughout the entire season, which I love. And, but usually I feel like some of the best stuff is in the Emporium. And in this case, like a ship set that gorgeous is in the Plunder Pass. Whether it's Season Pass or Plunder Pass, because I really don't remember from the trailer. But either way, I think that's pretty cool. Ten bucks for me, like, ten bucks for a Plunder Pass is so cheap, considering that, like, when this stuff eventually comes to Pirate Emporium, those sales are going to be, like, fifteen bucks. All four of those weapons are going to be, like, twenty bucks. Well, like, especially the emotes, like... I love the emotes. I want so many of them. I don't need them. I never use them. But and then in the in the trailer, the um my favorite emotes that they showed were those like the Joker ones or like the comedian ones where the like character was stabbing themselves with their sword or um what was the other somebody was juggling maybe. Um I thought those were awesome. No, that one I thought might have been free. No, uh, that, that one's the... That's not the one, the plunder pass, okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was just the, the weapon pass. poses, gotcha. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that the ones in the in the season pass. No wait. In the plunder now I'm getting confused. Yeah, yeah. The ones in the plunder pass were the ones where it was like if your character's fighting and they're scared and it was like weapon poses of people like shaking or like That's looking around it, yeah. nervously. And the the, the the free one they showed off is like a drama one where it's like kind of back of the hand on the forehead. Oh. That's like, right. Yeah, I don't one of the, the I did like the goofy ones, the stabbing. One of them was like someone like hiding behind a rock, but I didn't really notice it at first until they came up. But I'm like, all right, you're hiding behind a rock. What's the point of that? And I was like, what if they're, what if it's like walking down the fake stairs or I have to go back and watch, but all right. And with so, all of, oh, like, go on. Well, I was going to say, guys, should we talk about our very first email? Whoop, whoop. Uh, I was going to, I was going to, I was going to do that after the weekly Boxy, boxy call. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Time for the weekly box call, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, as Casey said, we did get our very first email from a listener, and the other morning, I woke up, 
And I was like, I'm going to play some No Man's Sky before we start the day. Because we had some stuff to do that day. And um, went to play No Man's Sky. There was an update. Which, after it making it not crash anymore. Thank you, update. As I was updating, oh, I can't play video games. Um, I was like, I'm going to check on some podcast stuff. See how things are doing. Check the emails. I don't know why. The only emails I we get in the podcast account is usually like, Hey, wanna be a hey? Your podcast is really, really good. Wanna be a sponsor for some? I was like, you're fake. Let, let me the fuck alone. Um, <laughs> and then we did get, but we I did I opened one and it was from a listener. And I gotta say, I I kind of teared up a bit because I was so happy. And I did two things right away. One is I was gonna jump up and run into the bedroom and wake Casey up. Oh my god, my god, I man. <laughs> But I didn't do that because it was really early. So instead, I texted Bill. I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. I was like, I had to tell somebody, this might not wake him up if he's sleeping. I don't know how heavy of a sleeper he is. So uh, let me bring up this email. And uh, I forgot. To, I was going to email them back. I forgot. Um, so I apologize um, to see when it comes to naming you. If you wanted your real name or your gamer tag, because uh, Bill brought up a good point of like potentially getting people bothering you if we gave out your whole gamer tag or your name or anything. So I'm not going to give out the name and I'm not going to give out the whole gamer tag. So here we go. Hi there. I just found your podcast and binged all the episodes while at work. It is so nice to listen to a Sea of Thieves pod that is a nice balance of PVE and PVP. This is exactly how myself and my crew play and relate to things in the game. I wanted to say that yes, as a female gamer, I am constantly singled out and sent the most vulgar messages. I have been harassed to send nudes and called every name in the book both while solo slooping and while playing with my three-man crew. I find this to be the most annoying part of the game, the lack of respect for your fellow player and especially women, from my perspective. My gamer tag is also not a female-assumed name either. They are Dusty. We'll just call them Dusty. I would like to offer a tall tale for you to read on the pod, as it closely relates to one, the one you told on your last episode, A Tale of Revenge. So get ready for this week's tall tale coming to you from Dusty. Actually, let's. I know you wanted to talk about some of this yeah, stuff. So before the tall tale, let's talk about the, the, me- the email. 100%. So, so Dusty's message was in response to something that I asked, I think it was on our last episode, maybe the episode before, um, where, you know, when we sail as a group, I feel like I get targeted with, um, private messages because my handle says like miss lunch lady, like, you know, that I'm a girl. Um, and so, so, and my character is a girl, but so, and because of that, I think that sometimes I get targeted. So I had just kind of posed the question, like, does this happen to other people? Um, specifically other girl gamers. And I'm really excited that we actually heard from a girl gamer. I feel like, I don't know, like that our first message was from a girl and it was like in response to something I said, that makes me so happy. Um, but I mean, Dusty, you know, confirmed that like everything I suspected is true. Um, and that this does happen to girls. And I don't think by any means that this is exclusive to Sea of Thieves. I think this happens in lots of games that people play. Anything that's like an open world style or where you're, you know, playing against, other people that you don't know, I think this is totally possible, but, um, you know, Dusty basically said that, that she gets people like sending her crude messages or asking her for nudes. I'm sure she gets messages from people calling her names and like, 
we've gotten a lot we haven't gotten anything anybody like asking us for nudes or anything like that or me anyway um or sending us anything sexually explicit but like we've gotten a lot a lot of salty players um saying mean things to us but if like if you are one of those people that are asking gamer girls for nudes or like sexualizing them or harassing them in some way like that's fucking gross that is so disrespectful and I, it's like what the fuck is your problem you know like if one if you met this person in real life would you be like show me your boobs no you would not right so why are you gonna do that in a message what if we like if this person knew your mom and could tell your mom would you still send that message you know what i mean well, come on, it's it's so it's it is messed disgusting, up, man. And and the way I I take it, I hope I didn't cut you off their case, but you know, to me, it's just so messed up. And that that gamer girls, gamer women have to come up and, and and live in this stuff because it is real and it is out there. And I don't think I think a lot of people think of it as well. They just said it, like just ignore it. You know, sticks and stones. But that's just BS. That. Someone has to live through that, you know, just wants to play a game with their friends and that's what they have to come back to just because of, you know, because of being a woman. So I, I think you're really brave, Dusty. I really appreciate you guys sharing this because, you know, if we can bring any light to that crap, you know, we want to, we want to know that, want you to know that we're, you know, we're obviously on your side and to those people that do it, I think you guys are all cowards and uh, to, to lunch's point. You wouldn't do that in a normal stance because you're, you're being a coward hiding behind your gamer tag. And uh, I, I wish you, I don't wish ill will on anybody. I wish you would just learn from it and, and hopefully become better. But Dusty, you are definitely, you know, one of this podcast hero. And, and I hope you kick ass in the sea. And that's probably the only reason why they're a little salty is because, the, you know, they're, they're, they're kissing your dust, right? I mean, so you keep it going. Well, I think that's the reality of it, right? It's like, it's always when when we've like done really well or we're giving somebody a run for their money that we get shitty salty messages from from other pirates and i think that those same like gross douchebags that are sending sexually explicit messages or harassing her or asking her for nudes are the exact same assholes who like send us messages and tell us that th that they're sorry that our, our dads left when we were little or or whatever like those those types of players are the same types of players it's as it's as um as when I was younger, as a very immature young teenage boy, not once I ever send anyone messages, tell them I had sex with their mom. That's one thing I learned as as a grown up playing online video games. Everybody has had sex with my mom. <laughs> my mom is apparently a whore, um, but I've never sent messages like that to anyone. I've never want like video games or text or real life anything asked people to send me naked pictures of them. That's I don't get it. it makes no sense to me. It, like I I, phys I physically can't comprehend not physically but you know like I mentally can't I honestly can't comprehend the things that people these kind of things that people say and do to other people it makes no sense to me. It's crazy to me that people are that bold. Like I just I just genuinely don't get it. I know that you're you're hiding behind a gamer tag so like you can to a degree say and do whatever you want but like I honestly can't fathom it. I just, it makes no sense to me. Like I have no desire to like go out and harass people online behind a username. And, and besides the fact that it's just like not cool, I'm pretty sure it's against the rules of the game. Like I'm pretty sure that, that Sea of Thieves has it in the rules that that's not okay. Damn it, oh, it's against the code. rules of life. It's just stupid. 
As I say, pirate code. It's on the door of every tavern. Yeah. You're just a coward in my eyes. I, I totally agree. And I, I just want to say, like, Dusty, thank you so much for emailing us. Thank you so much for engaging with us, like, and continuing the conversation because I... I love this game, but specifically, I love the players of this game. I love the community that this game has built and who I've met through this game, um, Bill. And I uh, I just want to say, like, thank you. You know, write, please, like, feel free to write us back and continue this conversation. Um, I, the other thing I, I wanted to say that I, what I really loved from Dusty's email when she talked about us and this podcast is that we are a balance and a mixture of, like, PvP and PvE. And I love... I love that approach to the game and I hope that other people love that approach to the game too, because I feel like sometimes we run into a lot of players that are so PVP driven that it's just not even fun. Like what's the point in, in, in rolling up on a fresh bond or like attacking somebody that you know has nothing and like chasing them for hours. Like we are a good balance of that. Like sometimes we're just in it for a quick merchant run and sometimes we want to practice our PVP skills. And I think that that's like, a really great way to to approach the game. So, Dusty, I hope that we hear more from you. Um, and if even if we don't, like, thank you so much for sending this one. And maybe we will see you on the seas. And if we do, you better prepare yourself because we taking you down. Bro, you probably take us down, honestly. <laughs> Who am I kidding? <laughs> we'll just wait till we sell everything first. But uh, all right, on to the tall tale. I just wanted to talk about that. It's true. It's official now. It's true. I helped put it together. <laughs> um, which was way easier than mine. But although there was two of us kind of putting it together. So. Um, but yeah, so let's, uh, let's pick it up. All right. A Tale of Revenge. My three-man crew and I were sailing a brig one night and joined an alliance. Everything was fine for a while. And then out of nowhere, the alliance attacked. We fought bravely for a while, but after some time, our ship sunk. We quickly checked the map and saw where each of the Alliance ships were going, all while stopping and loading up on supplies and kegs on an inactive port. We saw that one of the ships was at the shores of gold. A golden opportunity had presented itself. Oh, yeah. was at the shores of gold? We lowered the Alliance flag so we could not be tracked and made our way over to the start of the shores of gold tall tale. Equipped with the Shroud Breaker, we headed over. Their ship was neatly anchored in the lagoon next to the area where you enter the underground portion of the tall tale. One of my crewmates checked the island uh, and was near the waterfall that you exit after the final battle and could hear their mics. He quickly tucked in and kept us informed as to what was going on. Myself and my husband, my other crewmate, rigged the boat to explode. He hid in the crow's nest with a keg ready to drop and sacrifice himself to kill them when they all boarded their boat with the gold hoarder's skull. Oh my god, this is so good. I took our ship and hid outside the entrance to the lagoon behind the rocks, ready to sail in. They came out unsuspecting and unaware that we were there. All three of them boarded their ship and my husband struck. Boom! Ah! All three of them died and their ship oh was my sinking god. fast. 
My crewmate that had been hiding at the waterfall quickly scooped up the skull and started swimming to the opening of the lagoon where I was sailing back with our ship and picked him up. My husband got back to our ship and we were off. The brig of the other crew was in hot pursuit. We dodged and weaved as we headed to Galleon's grave to sell the skull. Then out of nowhere, the Sea of Thieves' god smiled upon us as we were reaching the outpost. A crack and attacked and grabbed the brig behind us. We got to the outpost and sold the skull. We sat on the dock triumphant in our, in our revenge and watched the Kraken finish her work. Oh. Love the pod. Can't wait till the next episode. Dusty. Oh my god. What a tall tale. Dusty, are you a are you an author? You had these you had us sitting on the edge of our seats. Well, I read it already, but this is the first time they've heard it. So Yeah. You can like, hear them together. on the First of all, are these were these guys so cocky that they took you guys down after what seemed like a pretty dang good naval battle that they left the alliance up and showed you exactly where they were? Oh, and and bravo, yeah, bravo for you guys, yeah, for taking it down because <laughs> there's only one place to go in the shores of gold, so that is incredible. Props to you guys. Yeah, that is a great story, man. That's like you said. That's the kind of shit I want to do, man. That's some sweat lord shit right there. I yeah. want to revenge people. I want to revenge myself. <laughs> That's what. Did I, go. I also think it's really cool that she plays like with her husband and their friend. Like, like that's us. You guys can say that together. in five days. She gonna become Mrs. Lunch Lady. <laughs> Or Mrs. Lunch or whatever you want to call yourself. Do I need to change it? I I think I think Anthony should take yours. You should think of a different name, and then Anthony takes your name. (laughs) I'm Mr. Lunch Lady. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually a funny gamer tag, Mr. Lunch Lady. I like it. Yeah. All right, that's gonna be it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Dusty, for the tall tale. If you have a tall tale of your own or a question, comment, or concern, please don't have any concerns. You can tweet at us at the Sea of Friends or email us at Sea of Friends Podcast at gmail.com. I'm sorry we won't be around next week. Actually, I'm not sorry because I'm super, super excited to marry my best friend. Whoop, whoop. Until next time, I'm Last Call for Lunch. I'm Miss Lunch Lady. And I'm Darkest Warhawk. And remember, it doesn't always have to be a sea of thieves. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.